segment of the Fantasy FemX podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So so today we're going to go over uh, Friday's games. We'll go over some of Saturday's games. We'll take a look at some pickups that people can take a look at, and then we'll take a preview of Sunday's games. All right, sounds good. Let's get into it. All right, so let's start with um, the Winnipeg versus Dallas game. Um, Dallas was able to defend um, their house in overtime, four to three. So a really good job by the Dallas Stars. No goals in the first period, but we had two by Dallas in the second by Jacob Peterson, Tyler Sagan, and two by Washington, by, I mean, by uh, Winnipeg, by Pierre-Luc Dubois and Jansen Harkins. In the third period, we had a goal from Jamie Benn for Dallas and Mark Scheifele for the Jets. And uh, Jason Robertson was able to clutch the game out for Dallas in overtime. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think great game by both teams. I got to see part of this game, including the overtime. And yeah, great goal by Robertson there. Sort of give Dallas the win. Um, yeah, Dallas, um, they've been playing pretty solid. I think that's their seventh win in their past nine games, something like that. Um, yeah, just, just really playing well. Um, I think the Jets have sort of been turning things around. And I know this was a tough loss from them, but it's both teams are trying to fight for a playoff spot in the West. So um, this one was really key for Dallas. Yeah, for sure. And I guess for the Jets, uh, they just have to keep fighting as hard as they did against Dallas. Yeah, just taking it one game at a time. At least they were able to get one point out of it, taking it to overtime. And then I guess um, just keep uh, trying to get more wins, uh, I guess, continuing on throughout their next games for sure and uh, moving on to the next game we have the islanders um, facing edmonton and the oilers were able to take this game 3-1 so pretty impressive uh, we have cody um chechi for the oilers in the first period in the second period we have anthony bovillier and zach hyman for the oilers as well i mean sorry we had anthony bovillier for the Islanders in the second period and Zach Hyman for the Oilers in the second period. And in the third period, we have uh, Jesse Pugliarvi for the Oilers. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, good win for Edmonton. Um, I think this is the first game that they played after firing their coach. So they were uh, sort of not playing too well. Um, they sort of fired their coach to sort of change the momentum. And I guess it works for the first game. They're able to get a win over the Islanders. Uh, team looked pretty solid in this game overall. Obviously, the Islanders aren't uh, that great of a team this year, but still a good win for the Oilers. Definitely changing the momentum um, with their uh, new head coach. Yeah, I mean, the Islanders are mainly a defensive team, so I guess at the very least, the Oilers, they can um, play against tough defenses and still win. Yeah, I definitely agree. A really solid game overall for the Oilers. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have uh, Tampa Bay versus Arizona. Arizona played a pretty good game, but Tampa was still able to, to come out on top, 4-3. to three. Uh, In the first period, we have Braden Point, Corey Perry for Tampa Bay, and Alex Galchenyuk for Arizona. No goals in the second period, but we have Stamkos with two goals for Tampa Bay, and Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz with a goal each for Arizona. And what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, a good win for Tampa Bay. They had a tough loss against Colorado earlier in the week. A great bounce back here. They're able to get the win. Um, yeah, I, I think for Tampa Bay, they're just so consistent. If they have one loss, they can sort of bounce back the next game most of the time, which is pretty impressive. And then as for the Coyotes, I mean, not really much they could do here. This is a Tampa team that was sort of trying to bounce back. So um, at this point, the Coyotes were able to keep it close with the defending champ. So uh, that's not too bad of a game in, in my book. So I think good on both teams in this one. Sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a good game by Seattle. They were able to beat Anaheim 4-3 to at uh, the Ducks' home, which is pretty impressive. Um, we have Ryan Donato and Vince Dunn for Seattle in the first with Isaac uh, Lindstrom for Anaheim in the first as well. And in the second here, we have Isaac Lindstrom for Anaheim in the second with, as long as along with uh, Rickard uh, Raquel for Anaheim and Ryan Donato with a second goal for Seattle. And in the third period, we have uh, Jordan um, Everly for Seattle. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, this is a really good game by Seattle. Um, I think Anaheim, uh, they had the lead uh, for portions of this game. But yeah, Seattle battled. Uh, they were able to come back and win uh, four to three. Um, yeah, great game overall uh, on the road, like you said. Um, I think this was a tight game overall. Uh, it wasn't really like one team really dominated the other team. Um, I feel like that Seattle just sort of capitalized on their chances and they were able to get the win. So, yeah, uh, really solid there. And I guess as for the Ducks, they just got to bounce back on their next one. Yeah, and I guess for Seattle being, being an expansion team, just being able to capitalize on chances, I guess that's pretty much the most that you can ask of them. Yeah, pretty much. I definitely agree. For sure. And I guess moving on to some of Saturday's games, um, some of them are finished. So I guess we can start with um, Detroit versus Philadelphia. Detroit was able to defend their home four to two. So a really impressive job by the Red Wings. Um, we have Tyler Bertuzzi and Philip Zadina. I mean, Tyler Bertuzzi with a goal for Detroit in the first. Philip Zadina with a goal for Detroit in the second with Keith Yandel with a goal for Philadelphia. And in the third period, we have Mort Sider and Michael Rasmussen for Detroit in the third with Scott Lawton for Philadelphia in the third. And what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, good win by Detroit. I, I saw some of the saves Thomas Grice made in this game. He played a really good game for the Red Wings. Um, yeah, they just they, they just played really solid all the way through. Yeah, of course, Philly, um, they're not, they aren't very good this year, but um, the Red Wings are one of the best home teams, and they pretty much showed why which is great. Um, yeah, and I guess with uh, with Boston sort of losing some of their top stars, the Wings need to just keep winning if they want to have a chance to catch up to them. So, yeah, really solid win. And then, yeah, as for the Flyers, um, it really hasn't gone their way most of this year. Um, at least it's good to see they're still competing as they did in this game. But, yeah, I definitely um, really like Detroit in this game and how they played. Yeah, I think Detroit, they've been having a pretty successful rebuild right now and they're pretty much in an opportunity for a playoff spot since um I believe Brad Marchand was suspended so uh Boston's gonna be without extra hands so this is pretty much the Red Wings opportunity yeah I agree but I think Boston even got a win today as well so yeah it is gonna be tough yeah and speaking of their win today um Boston got a two-goal shutout against the Senators um Trent Fred 
uh, Fredericks and Curtis Lazar. Um, both are boxed in the first period and no no goals in the other two periods. So I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on Boston? Honestly, this is one of these like really tight, low-scoring games um, where Ottawa just, you know, they just weren't able to get anything going. Uh, Boston got two early goals and then they were just able to hold on to their lead. Uh, like, like I said, Matt Murray's been playing really well for Ottawa in goal. Like he made like 35 saves, but yeah, Jeremy Swayman on the other side for the Bruins, like he played really solid as well. He got a shutout for Boston. I mean, these are the kind of games Boston's going to have to win when they don't have their top scorers, just tight, low scoring games. Yeah, they were able to get it done. So good on them. Yeah, I guess this is kind of um, Boston kind of showing their experience. They've been a perennial playoff um, level team. So even without their best players, they can kind of slow the game down a little bit and uh, try to keep the lead, which is what they did. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's that's the way that they got to win uh, when their guys are out. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a pretty solid win by Columbus over the Canadians. Um, two to one. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand with a goal for Columbus in the first. No goals in the second, but we have Cole Caulfield from Montreal in the third. And Patrick Lane was able to keep the lead for Columbus in the third. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Honestly, Montreal didn't play too bad here. I think the game was tied all the way up to like the final minute of the game. And with like nine seconds left, I think uh, Patrick Lane scored. Uh, for Columbus so it's pretty heartbreaking for Montreal like they actually could have had a chance to win this game um yeah uh I think both teams they're about even for most of the game of course Columbus pulling it out in the end um Columbus their record is decent now they're around where Detroit is in the standing so it's, it's not like they they don't have a chance of making the playoffs and uh yeah so this win really helps them but yeah as for Montreal it's just not, it hasn't been going right for them they're at this point, they're, they're not even trying most likely to sort of, you know, get in the hunter or whatever. But yeah, uh, good win for Columbus. You got to beat the teams below you. And that's what they did. Yeah. And I guess for Montreal, um, unfortunately, I guess this season is kind of a write off season. So they're just experimenting a bit, see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. It's been a write off. They're just looking towards the draft and towards next season. And I guess uh, with the other games going on, um, I think Vancouver is up against the Leafs in the second period by two goals. So hopefully the Leafs can catch up there. And uh, Nashville is up against 2-1 against the Jets. So uh, the Jets do have a little bit of work. Um, the Hurricanes and Minnesota have just started, still 0-0 in the first. And uh, same with Chicago versus the St. Louis Blues and Calgary versus the Islanders is going to be happening later. So we won't be covering those games. Uh, we'll just move on to the pickups portion of the podcast and starting with forwards, who you got? All right. So getting to forwards um, this week, I have uh, Boone Jenner for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, he's just one of these guys where we talk about him a lot of weeks just because of his great uh, category coverage I mean, in his past three games, he has like three points. Um, he has been a minus one, but he does play for Columbus. So uh, I can understand that. But the fact that he has a power play point and he has uh, like what, nine shots and like 
10 hits in, in that span. It's just insane how he covers those categories. And he's doing it on such a consistent basis as well. Uh, you can definitely go pick him up. Yeah, he plays center and left wing in Yahoo leagues. It's close to 50% rostered, so people are hopping on this guy. But, uh, yeah, definitely go take a look at him. Um, another guy I've been mentioning for a few weeks is Alex Tuck of the Buffalo Sabres. He's around 36% rostered, plays both wing spots. And this guy's pretty much a point-per-game player. Like, I think in his last four games, he has four points. Uh, and then surprisingly for Buffalo, he's a plus two in, the, in those four games. Uh, so really solid there. Um, I think uh, in terms of shots, he has, what is it, 22 shots in those four games. So he's just peppering the net like crazy. He's got three hits there as well. Definitely will pick up Alex Tuck, uh, especially if you need like a point per game player with lots of shots. Uh, he'll definitely be there for you. One more guy is Victor Arvidsson. He's another guy that can provide lots of shots. He's around 40% rostered. He also plays both wing spots. Um, I think in his last, what, three games, he's got like four points, including three goals. Uh, he's a solid plus three. He's a power play point. And yeah, he's got 20 shots in three games. He's another one of these insane uh, shot-producing players. Uh, he also got has two hits in those games as well. Uh, definitely go pick up Arvidsson for that heavy shot volume. He pretty much just throws everything to the net. I think I mentioned him last week or the week before. So definitely go hop on Victor Arvidsson for fantasy. Sure. And I guess I got a, I guess a couple of guys that people can take a look at. Um, I'll talk about Anthony Sorelli first for Tampa Bay. Um, he's been pretty much solid um, through all the categories. Um, he gets goals, assists. His plus minus is, is really good because he's on Tampa Bay. Um, he has 93 shots for, for the season. He gets a couple of hits pretty much every game. So um, if you need a forward who can cover pretty much any category, you're probably going to want to take a look at Anthony Sorelli. And so I guess my next forward would be Evan Rodriguez for Pittsburgh. Um, he's also pretty solid um, all around. He's gotten 15 goals, 18 assists. He's plus eight, and he has 145 shots for the season. And he does also um, get some hits as well. I think he had, I think, 10 hits in one game. I don't think he's going to get 10 hits again, but he should be able to get a couple of hits for you every now and again. So, again, it be a pretty well-rounded forward. You could probably take a look at Everett. Uh, Rodriguez. And I guess for my last forward, you can take a look at Tage Thompson. Um, really good in terms of um, offense and uh, shots. He does get a decent amount of hits for a forward as well. His plus minus is a little bit low at minus eight, but I think the other um, stats that he has, goals, assists, shots, and hits should be able to make up for that, especially if you um, are good in the plus minus department already. And that's about it for forwards. So who do you have for defense? All right, let's get to defense. Um, I have Brady Shea for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, he's just been uh, pretty solid overall. He had that one hiccup game against Ottawa. But other than that, um, over the season, uh, his plus minus has been like plus 14. So he has been really solid. Uh, I mean, the guy, he has 18 points on the season. Uh, he's getting a lot of shots. He's getting a lot of hits. Um, I mean, uh, I think in his previous, what, three games, he's had a total of six shots and six hits combined. So definitely chipping in there. He's more of a deeper league kind of guy. He's around 20% rostered. So if you need defenseman to sort of, uh, you know, give you a little bit of production, definitely go take a look at him. And then I also have Jonas Brodeen from the Minnesota Wild. 
Um, I think in uh, the was it the last four games since he's been back from injury, uh, he's been like what um, a plus uh, one. Uh, he's had two points. He's had a power play point. Uh, he's like had around five or six shots. Uh, so, I mean, he has produced. Uh, he's definitely a guy that's not going to hurt you if you put him in your lineup. He's just around 10% rostered. So another one of these deep league guys. So uh, if you need one of those bench spots to, to, to sort of fill uh, with a defenseman, Brodine's definitely a guy you can go look at and you'll get pretty good production with it. For sure. And I guess for defense, I think people could take a look at Hampus Lindholm. I think he's a pretty solid, um, I guess, deep league defenseman. He's a, he has about five goals, 14 assists. He's plus seven with 92 shots. So I think for deep leagues, he's pretty good overall. He does get some, some hits as well. Um, with the 92 shots, he should be getting more goals eventually, since I guess the more you shoot, you get more chances for puck to go in. So hopefully he'll be able to increase the amount of goals soon. But um, for deep leagues, he's definitely someone that you want to pick up. And I guess um, there's also Dmitry Kulikov. He's about 1% rostered right now, so it's mostly just for, I guess, really deep leagues. He doesn't have too many shots. He only has 31, but he does get um, hits almost every game. Uh, he gets um, some assists, and his plus-minus is plus-7 as well. So if you need hits, you need assists, you need plus-minus, I think he's a good, I guess, really deep league defenseman to go to. And uh, that's about it for defense. So who do you have for goalie? Yeah, for goalies, I have Matt Murray. Um, he's just been really solid for Ottawa. Uh, he's around 30% rostered, so he's still available in a lot of leagues. Um, it's just been really tough for him in terms of getting wins. But in terms of averages and save percentage, he's been so solid. Um, I think in his past, uh, I don't know how many games, I think every game uh, – all the way back to January 25, he's allowed two goals or less every single game. He's just been insane. The only problem is Ottawa doesn't always give him the goal support, so you're not going to get the wins. I think his last two games, um, he lost 2 nothing both games, and he made like well over 35 saves in both of those games. So uh, he's putting up really solid stats. The wins just aren't happening. They'll happen eventually, but it's just really tough in front of that Ottawa team. So um, if you need good averages, just a guy to put in your lineup and feel safe about, Matt Murray is definitely a good guy to pick up. For sure. And I think people could maybe take a look at um, Cal Peterson for the Kings. Um, so far, he does still have 11 wins, and his save percentage is uh, 90%. His goals against average is about 2.67. Uh, for Cal Peterson, he hasn't been getting starts all the time, but basically whenever he does get a start, he usually wins. So if you need kind of like a backup goalie or you're in a league where you need an additional deep league goalie, like some of your goalies have been injured, um, Cal Peterson is a guy that you'd want to pick up for that. And so that about concludes the pickups portion of the um, of everything NHL. So we're going to move on to the previews. And I guess we can start with uh, Ottawa versus Washington. Um, who do you think takes this? Yeah, I mean, uh, with Ottawa coming off a back-to-back, -back, it's going to be really tough for them to win here. I think I'm going to have to go with Washington. They are at home. Uh, it just looks like an opportunity for Washington to get a, a solid win here. Sure. And uh, moving on to Buffalo versus Montreal, uh, who do you think takes this? Honestly, it's really tough 
trusting Montreal right now. I might have to go with Buffalo, even if they're on the road. Also, Montreal coming off a back-to-back. Uh, it's just been really tough sledding overall for this Montreal team. Uh, until they start winning consistently, I have a hard time trusting them. So I'm going to go with Buffalo. And uh, moving on to Pittsburgh versus New Jersey, um, who do you think gets to keep the streak? Yeah, you know, give me Pittsburgh here. Uh, I definitely think this is a good game for them. They should be able to win. Yeah, I'll take the Penguins. All right. And uh, moving on to Colorado versus Dallas. Um, both teams have been pretty hot right now, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, this one's tough. Uh, if Nathan McKinnon comes back like rumored, I, I think that will give the Avalanche a boost. So I definitely like Colorado there. But if he doesn't come back, I mean, I think Dallas definitely has a chance to win this game as well. And I guess if I think the teams are about even without McKinnon, I might go with Dallas because they have value as an underdog. But um, yeah, um, assuming McKinnon does come back, yeah, I definitely like the Avalanche here. For sure. And uh, I guess that's about it for um, Sunday's previews. So uh, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, honestly, uh, we just came out of the all-star break, obviously. So teams are just sort of getting back into it. Um, Like we talked about with the Eastern Conference, the top eight seems pretty much set in stone. Obviously, Detroit's going to have a huge test trying to catch up to Boston. Um, so yeah, at this point, um, Boston, as long as they're winning pretty much every other game, they, they should be able to stay ahead of Detroit uh, for now. And then in terms of the West, it's still really wide open. Um, I know Calgary has been playing a lot better. They definitely got into a top two spot in their division. Um, I guess there's just a lot of teams bouncing around here. Dallas is sort of moving up as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting down the stretch to see what happens, especially in the Western conference where things are still really wide open. Yeah, I'm actually, I think um, the Pacific, I guess, division is pretty interesting specifically because um, basically Anaheim and Edmonton are neck and neck and they're still really solid teams in San Jose and Vancouver who can pull up a bunch of, pull off a bunch of upsets. So I feel like uh, the Pacific division is pretty much like the shakeup division, if that makes sense. Even Seattle is pretty decent. They could probably slow down a couple of the teams on top and kind of, I guess, make some things interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, That entire conference at this point is wide open. Uh, Even Dallas getting in there in the central, they could definitely, you know, still go on a run and get a top three spot in their division. So, yeah, uh, it's just completely wide open right now. It's definitely going to be a lot of important games coming up down the stretch. Yeah, I think the bottom teams, they're good enough that they're not at the point where they can make playoffs, but they're still definitely good enough that they can kind of play spoilers. So I think there might be a couple of teams that they're playoff level teams, but they might not make it because they got upset by like Chicago or they got upset by, for example, Vancouver or Seattle. I mean, even Vancouver technically has a chance too. So the West is definitely really interesting right now. Yeah, we saw Chicago beating the Oilers. We saw Seattle beating the Ducks. We saw even Arizona beating Colorado. So, I mean, yeah, anything can happen in the West there. It's definitely been really interesting. For sure. And uh, that about concludes um, this week's Everything NHL. Um, If you liked what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a like, leave us a review, give us your thoughts on the NHL so far, and give us your thoughts on the All-Star break if you watched it. 
Um, if you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify, and you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. If you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.